Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Agile Untold. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And um, we are, well, we just watched Extraction. We did, yes. Um, and we're podding. Um, we're doing a pod on it. This is the first time we've done a movie direct over the next 48 hours. What, what did we call it? A movie release weekend. Yeah, movie release week weekend pod. <laughs> My mouth went all web away when. Um, yeah, so it's the first time we've done it. We attempted to do it with Ready Power One. We did, but there were a few issues that came up. Yeah, uh, it was so annoying because it was such a great episode. And I was like, damn it, like, we, you why? Do, do you remember coming back from the bus after we watched that? Yeah, we just didn't speak. We went, one of us, we'd turn to each other and say, oh, did you? No, I can't yeah, say yeah. that. So uh, we need to have a bit of mo- like a plan. Maybe we can like hire a room or something from a cinema if we're going to do it. And <laughs> just run into there. <laughs> it's straight I, afterwards, the kid equipment set up. Yeah. Hello, we've just watched it. Yeah. Here we are. Um, so yes, yeah, so that was the last one we attempted to do. So we thought, sorry, we're going to do it for extraction. Um, it's brand new. It is. Come, it's 2020. Uh, it's, if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. I do recommend going to watch it. Um, now, before we get into that, with the virus and stuff, it's been very hard for us to do the pods. So we're trying to do them as best and as good as we can. There yeah. may be... The quality may not be absolutely perfect, but we're doing the best we can for our for you, our listeners. Exactly. So if you do hear like a drop in quality of the pods, then don't don't go away. It's it's only during this time. Everything else after that is will be fine. Um, a question I was going to ask you on air. So we have Valerian still edited. Everything to Harry is Chris's face is very looks like going to throw up. Um, <laughs> So we have Valerian as... So our plan was to get to 50 episodes. Yes. And our 50th episode was to release Valerian. Yes, because we both love and hate our listeners, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) However, if we have any technical hitches and we can't record an episode, should we release Valerian sooner? If there's no way we can get another pod out, Mm -hmm. if there's no way we can possibly... If there's no way in heaven or hell we can get another one done... Yes, we yeah. probably should release that. Just is there for a backup? Just to exactly. be on the safe side. Um, so I don't know if any of you know. Chris knows for sure. Uh, Chris knows for a hundred percent how I am. I get very picky of when it comes to CGI. No, 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 no. not not that. Okay, uh, but yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, there is that. Um, but um, I get very picky when it comes to how things should be done. So the editing should be done, and the the and like the album art and the pictures and you do have um a certain energy about you when you want to get things done a certain way yeah like i have to have it perfectionist how i have it like do you know what i mean you have to be a perfectionist about it yeah yeah so when we when we go to do audio and it sounds odd i struggle with editing it because i'm like (laughs) oh it sounds so bad and i don't want to put it out so i'll try and push past that to get other podcast episodes out i can't promise they're going to sound good however the best that they can be is what we'll deliver. But if you've stayed with us since the very first episode, which was uh, Zombieland, Zombieland, given how it was back then, it was very mechanical. <laughs> yeah, very um, boring, should we say. We were just starting out. We hadn't yeah. quite understood our strengths yet. Exactly. Um, and I feel like, no matter, like, so my fiance was going, oh, you sound so different on these pods to the new one, like the old ones. And I was like, yeah, but we didn't know what we're doing. She went... But do you know what you're doing now? I was like, no, not really. <laughs> no, but we, back then, we were worried about not knowing. Now we're just giving in and just enjoy ourselves. Exactly, yeah. We just babble for an hour. That's yeah. literally how I explain the podcast to people, you know. We like, babble about the movie. Yeah. Someone's Mostly like, about the movie. So people go like, 
so what's the podcast on? And I was like, oh, we watch a film and then we critique it. Like, do you go into detail? Well, we babble for an hour and, <laughs> and that's it. And that, oh, <laughs> I don't know if I sell it well, but that's pretty much what we do. Well, as long as they listen to it and give us a listen, we don't mind. Exactly. But if you listen to this one, I'd like you to go back to the very beginning and listen from them. Yes. Just to see how much we've changed and grown. Exactly, yeah. So if you are a first-time listener, hello, welcome. Uh, as Chris said, go back and listen to the old ones. Please. <laughs> if you don't enjoy them, it is only like six episodes when it gets a little robotic. After that, it's pretty we much We just start like having fun with it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll give you a peek behind the... Uh, curtain. The curtain, the virtual curtain, because we actually don't have one. Yeah, we're looking around the room for a curtain. <laughs> I have two, um, but they're not very good. So... The first, I can't know how many, the first five, first six, we have one microphone between us. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do you remember you, that? You, you went, the first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, okay. Yes, we had one microphone that was being passed backwards and forwards, so the voices don't sound quite as organic. Yeah, yeah. So very, the very, yeah your uh, turn, my turn, uh, your turn, my yeah, turn. The mic kind of moved across us, and you can hear that in the audio. To me, to you, to me, to yeah. you. Exactly, exactly like that. <laughs> and then we tried to put it in the middle. And it just, we, our heads were too close. So we were kind of... I think we actually conked heads at one point. One, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, so, yeah. So if you're a first-time listener, well, hello. Go back and listen to the others. If you find one that you do like, tweet us, let us know. Uh, there is ways to uh, communicate with us on social media. So at Twitter, we are at WeAreAYU. Instagram, we are on Instagram at WeAreAsYourUntitled. And Facebook is... We are as your untitled as well. Uh, they're the three ways to support us and say hello and communicate with us. If you want to follow us on Instagram or any of them things, we will follow back. We'll give you shout outs. We'll mention you on a podcast. I've done it many times. Uh, firstly, my friend Ross has um, released a coronavirus parody song. And all the money that he makes from that is going to the NHS charity. Oh, so we're going to do a small preview of that now. Corona, just distance yourself. Don't cough on me. Don't breathe on me. Corona, just distance yourself. Don't look at me. Don't DM me. Corona, just distance yourself. Where the bloody old toilet rolls got? Corona, I remember the day you were coughed to disguise a fart. Now you fart to disguise a cough. <laughs> yeah, so it's called Distance Yourself. Uh, which is the chorus. So, uh, yeah, so shout-outs to Ross. Uh, I'll leave all of his links in the description. Hello, Ross. Uh, and speaking of plugs, uh, Chris, uh, I have. I can see that you don't have a rogue energy. Not on me. I've literally just finished mine. I've got to order some more. Yeah, so there are a few shakers that are around um, <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, um, I didn't bring mine. I don't have mine. Um, but, yeah, if you do like rogue energy, basically it's an energy drink full of loads of goodness. They're doing a new, might be doing a new flavour, by the way. It's, nice. um, I think it's strawberry and lime or fruit punch. So you get to vote on them. Okay. So what are you going for? Probably strawberry and lime. So I was going to go for fruit punch. like Because I always loved the idea of having that. And imagine how good it is. You can throw that in a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not much of a booze person, but okay. Yeah. So, you know, you never know. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't, if you have never tried it, go ahead. Um, you can get a free sample, which is like $15, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. And just for an extra bonus, if you use the discount code AYU10, you get 10% off. Oh, brilliant. Is that just a one-time code? No, that's every single time you use that code. So you can't go wrong. Um, Excellent. Merchandise. Merchy, merchy. Yep. Um, we still have merchandise available, which are... <laughs> and your... <laughs> and the yippy skippy 
which um, always sounds better when I play it back through the sound, <laughs> through the editing. I don't, I don't know, know It why. just doesn't sound very good now. No. <laughs> Yippee Skippy! Uh, it's not the same. I don't know why you went with the lift then. I, I don't know. Yippee Skippy! Yeah, it kind of just appears and then disappears. <laughs> Suffering suck attacks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I miss podcasting sometimes. You know? <laughs> it is so stupid. Um, yeah, so that's our merch. We are looking to be moving our merchandise. It's not It's not clear. It's not 100%. Um, me and Chris need to have a very detailed conversation about it because it's something that benefits us, yep. both of us. And hopefully it will be, in the end will benefit you people yeah. as well, who, whoever ends up buying our merch. Exactly. We have had a lot of people buy our merch, um, which is great. Thank you for the support. However, the website that we are with, we are thinking of buying ways with due to... Um, personal issues with them yes changes that we don't particularly like yeah the way they've handled some of our situations has just not been great i'm not going to bad mouth them they have been great to us but we just feel like maybe it's time for us to leave um so we'll give you keep you updated on all our socials any like any changes or anything like that yeah uh, i'm not going to guarantee that we are moving hopefully we can get our stuff sorted and we'll stay with them again i don't know that's not that's literally out of our hands in it at this time yes yeah um, but we're trying. So for the time being, all our merch is still on that website. So go ahead and buy it while you can. If you can't and you want, and we do change, we'll obviously update everything that's on our socials, all our links, and then you'll get all that information anyway. Yes. We'll make sure to let you wonderful people know. Exactly. Um, extraction. Did it come out this year? It did. It's got Mr. Chris Hemsworth in it. Yes. Um, with Thor himself. Yeah, uh, every time you watch him, do you instantly think of Thor? I think of Thor. It just seems very strange to see Thor without me on you or Stormbreaker. <laughs> yeah, it is odd. It's like, why is Thor using a gun? Yeah, it's pretty a... sure he uses a hammer. Yeah, it's a little odd. Um, he's got a really nice beard in this as well. If you know, it's just not as um, it's not as fat Thor looking. <laughs> no, it looks more like uh, Thor. <laughs> Thor. Thor. It looks like Thor. During when he first started making Stormbreaker, you know, the, the beard. Yeah, yeah. But without the thick, long beard. Yeah. Um, it was good. All right. So the first thing that I noticed when we were watching it uh, was the, the very first opening scene is also part of the ending. Yeah. I suppose it's very circular in its way. It, the beginning is the end and the end is the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, it's very true. Um, as I said, it kind of reminded me of Pulp Fiction in a way because the beginning of Pulp Fiction is... The, the ending and then they kind of roll the credits and then the film starts okay so again it comes Odd, full but... circle as you just said we find out that um, Tyler has balls of steel or bionic legs yeah and bionic legs yeah, or, or bionic, bionic balls, balls of legs no you know I'm not going to uh, no, ask that question it's a wormhole that you don't want to go in <laughs> that way lies madness that's oddy as well yeah, please yeah, don't okay. say things like that yeah. <laughs> you don't know if I want to go in those black holes or not uh, yep um, and, he can, and he can hold his breath, it seems, but not, I don't know how long for, but it looks like he's got enough skill to be able to hold his breath for that long. Well, it's actually, you know, as I said, it's not even holding his breath, is it? He's got no breath. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. he would have gone straight to the top, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, because when you get, when you go down deep, yeah, you have to let your air out of your lungs to um, stay, stay down. under. And, <laughs> and then, obviously, when you come up again, that's when you go, <gasps> and then gasp for your breath. Because if you stay, if you try to stay down with the foot, with the lungs full, yep. acts like a flotation device, you get pulled straight to the top. Yeah, yeah. Ex exactly that. So um, there's some advice. So if you want to stay down, make sure you've got no breath. How high do you think that mountain was? Far too high. I, I can't jump off the high board at a, cin a, a cinema. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> I can't jump off the highboard at a swimming pool. You nearly said cinema again, didn't I you? I did. <laughs> but that guy just walked off and just like just just went well, straight down. He done it nonchalantly as well, can yeah. you? Which is a great word for me. I love being able to nonchalant. Use a I mean, I've no idea what it really means, but I like to be able to use a word that makes without sense. giving the crap. There we go. So um, it it goes hold my beer. I didn't say drink it. Walks off the end of the uh, end of the, <laughs> end of, end of the mountain and just drops. I was like. Oh, is the film over? <laughs> <laughs> Credits start rolling. Like, he, he hit the rocks too quickly. Yeah. But um, squishy pancake man. That was that was odd, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a way to introduce a character. Yeah, it's just he didn't seem to care whether he lived or survived. I guess, but then if you're, would you call him a mercenary? Yeah, that's what I do. I've got him written down as a mercenary. Yeah. When you when you're in, he's like that. You, the, I suppose you're prepared for the fact that any mission could be your last. Yeah. But I what was it so. when um, we find out that he's got to rescue a child who's been kidnapped? Yeah, which his name is right. The, <laughs> the kid's name is Ovi. Yeah, Ovi. Right, because I kept <laughs> you keep calling him Uzi. Uzi. Yeah. I kept... No, it's it's the same. It's really not <laughs> Uzi as a weapon. Yeah. Ovi is a kid. What's his name? Uvi. Ovi. 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 <laughs> well, I think it's like Pakistan or something. So probably Ovi or something Uvi, like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you don't actually find out where where they're from, do you? I th- what? I think his dad is like the biggest drug dealer in Bangladesh, and the other one is the biggest drug dealer of another place, and they're right. like fighting over territory. That's why the boy was kidnapped in the first place. But it still confuses me because the dad goes into prison, right? Yep. So the dad's in prison, and he wants to embarrass the other drug lord. Wants to embarrass him. I'm assuming that was my opinion on it. Embarrass him, try to take over his territory, or just literally just murder the kid for the fun of it. Because, like, when I watched it, I was like, well, he ain't going to get any money from him. No, because all of the accounts have been seized by yeah. the government. So so what? what's the whole point? Like, I don't... There, I just feel like there wasn't a point for... The boy to be kidnapped. Uzi, Uvi. Ovi? Uvi. Uvi, that's what I said. Right. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, so for Uzi to be kidnapped, there was no point. Like, it just didn't make sense. You did that deliberately. I did. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, to see how I'm much... I'm sticking with it. All right, his name's going to be Uzi from now on, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that confused me a bit. I mean, did it confuse you, or...? No, I just assumed he was out for, to try and take the, the, the other man's territory, who's going to yeah. blackmail him or use the kid as leverage or something. So what did you think of the character that was the, the other drug lord, so the one that was in it the most? Um, the main one, the younger yeah. of the two. Arrogant. Oh, he's so annoying. And he's, he's henchman. He's quite obese guy who's... Well, the first time we meet him, he's chucking a toddler. Not yeah. a toddler. He's more like 12, maybe? Yeah, Anywhere yeah. between 9 to 12 years old. I know. I need, I need a compliment. He has some great slicked back hair. But I'm considering <laughs> that might be the blood of innocence, the way he gets with the kid. You, you, you see him throw the kid off. He walks away and you hear... Because I, I had yeah. the subtitle was on, and it said, Body Falls. Or it just yeah, said yeah, yeah. Like, I see that, and I was like... Wow. Damn. Like, <laughs> that, that's where they're going with this film. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know. he's saying, where's my money? Or where's my boss's money? Which never, ever comes up again throughout the rest of the film. No. No, it's not an important thing, it seems. No. Because the eldest kid basically tries to save himself by saying, it was some other kid's fault. Yeah, where's that kid? You just threw him off the... Which, which is great. I love the way he thinks of that. <laughs> and he goes, cut your fingers, cut two of your fingers off. To prove yourself. Yeah. So I don't, How did he get away with not doing it? So what happens is, are we calling him Hemsworth or are we calling him Tyler? Go with Tyler. Right, so Tyler... Um, I nearly called him four then. <laughs> so Tyler goes in to extract the kid, and the, something that really irritated me, and I'm so glad he got killed so early. The guy that has the gun on his head, 
right? And then he, he pulls the trigger and he, and Tyler knows that there's no magazine in it. Right. And he gets all cocky and all mouthy. And he finally gets shot. And I was like, yeah, you deserve that. <laughs> like, I'm glad you died early. Because originally he went in to try, well, he made it seem like he was going to negotiate, give the money for the kid's release. Yeah. I said, I want proof. Show me the money. Is that the guy you're thinking of who just says, show me the money? Show yeah, me the yeah, money. yeah. Yeah. Eventually this says, the guy, Tyler just says, like, show me he's alive. They take the hood off of him to show him he's alive. Tyler leaves, doesn't he? Goes out and then a couple of seconds later, bursts down the door and the gun and starts shooting yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, which is great. I really like that, but... Um... I kind of feel sorry for the kid in that. Not not Ovi. The, uh, there's another one who's like a child soldier. He's got the gun. He's click, click. Yeah. And he knows there's nothing in it. He keeps trying to shoot. Now, do you think any other mercenary would have killed that, that child as well? Depends on moral leaning. I guess because that child tries to come back again, doesn't he? Does he? So later on in oh, the Oh, he's film, in one of, the, he's with one of the street kids, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And he comes back and he tries to do it. And he goes, you're really pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like the, the, as well. Like I know it sounds odd. So when we watch films, I feel like if there's too much swearing, it's far too done. Like, yeah, they're doing it for just for shock value. You, you, yeah, you do it because of the fact that you can say these words. Yeah. When it's used in specific terms... And the character, you don't know what sort of character Tyler is. Like, you see him physically, but not verbally kind of thing. He yeah. seems very, he seems quiet, but he talks when he's need to, right? But when he swears, he's like, all right, he's actually peed off. Yeah, he swears because he's not lost control, but he's got to the point when he's that angry at someone. He just lets slip, let's yeah. rip. Let's rip? Yeah, let's rip with the yeah, swear okay. words. <laughs> I didn't say he let one rip, did oh, I? No. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, but that was exactly how I kind of read. It. I was like, "All right, now, now he means business," kind of thing. That was that. So that drug lord was quite, uh, oh, just irritating. He's, he's obviously uh, got enough either blackmail or corruption against the police because they're literally just they're they're his puppets. Yeah, he does. They do what he says. So I was about to ask you, what do you think he has on them, or do you think it's a money thing? Well, bribing them. Um, it's possible. I don't, I'm pretty sure he was responsible for the dad going in prison because if he's got the police on his side, he's already got corruption. Mm. You know, he's in their corruption. Yeah, laying evidence wouldn't be too difficult for the police to do. No, that, that's I guess. Um, there's a few other characters we get introduced to. So mm-hmm. we've got Uvi, Tyler. Yep. Um, and a little, and then you've got the drug lord, which I can't recall his name. No, neither can I. No, it really slipped my mind. Um, and then you get another independent mercenary i guess would you call it would you call him an independent who so uh the guy that's there looking trying to cap recapture or re-extract uvi you yeah. mean the guy that works for the works uvi's for dad, dad. Um, that's the that's his that's the dad's lieutenant oh is that his lieutenant? yeah he actually okay. works for him i missed so much when i was trying to take notes <laughs> and like, taking notes about what you're seeing but you're missing half it yeah yeah because when when it when it turns up that the kid has been kidnapped the lieutenant goes to the prison and tells the dad and the dad says get him out Yep. Yep. I'm just getting back because I think the dad still thinks the money's here I believe so because they keep talking about money and extraction then they find out they haven't got any because it doesn't get transferred over yeah so I think the Suji Suji that's his name yeah Suji yeah yeah Suji was, as I said as I think I, well, I may have mentioned before we started was going to double cross the mercenaries because yeah. they were waiting for it to come through they tried to call the guy back and there was no response yeah yeah so they were saying to Tyler Leave the kid. You're not. We're not getting paid for this. We're not going to help him. Yeah, but Tyler's got too many morals and doesn't. Yeah, you know. So I do like the introduction of Suji. What bugged me though, I know it's you'd lose half of the film, but 
but I think you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, if it's, at one point, Suji announces who he is. Well, he mm-hmm. says, Ovi, I'm here. I work for, I work for your dad. You know, it's, yeah. Ovi knows who he is. He tries to call to him. And he says, so, Kirk, it's okay. That's Suji. He works for my dad. He goes, yeah, I work for your dad. Something's not right here. If they'd stopped and talked, the movie would have been like half an hour, 45 minutes shorter. Yeah. But at the same time, they could have worked together to take out the baddies. The baddies. Yeah. And it would have been not an entirely different film, but it would have been a lot a lot of different take on it because there's two of them. You know, and, and they're both pretty skilled with the gun. They that's about to say that. Both of them were really good. Um what did you think of the fighting? Like cuz I I know you're not into like a lot of action movies. Yes, I know. I'm more of a fantasy sci-fi geek, I know, and I freely admit that. But there's nothing wrong with that. Like everyone has their own preference. But there as with my tasty music, I've got favorite songs from some singers that I don't like the rest of their music. Yeah, yeah. But as with this, this is a well, the fight scenes in this, the gun battles, the um the way the camera work, the camera work was done, all worked really well. They seem to fit really well together. Yeah, like so. I mean, we'll bring up the cam, like the camera bit in a sec. Um, but yeah, you're right. The the fighting aspect of it. So I always feel the the more into the year, like more into the present day you get with movies. Yeah. The more over the top the fighting becomes, kind of thing. Like there's so many styles of you know Krav Maga and and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or just Jiu Jitsu and. They all get intertwined in this like massive bubble kind of thing. <laughs> and people just refer to it as martial arts. Yeah, and then when they're able to fight, they kind of take a, a bit of everything and make that something, you know, which is fine. Like, in a way, like, it, it may, I'm always a thing of master your craft instead of being a jack of all trades. That's fair enough, yeah. However, if you're in the military or like a mercenary like he is, I think he kind of just, he kind of, he knows what he does, but then he's very... Um, he relies on his surroundings as well. Yeah, he uses the he adapts himself and his skills to the environment he's in. Yeah, which is also great to see. Um, I just don't like, like as I was saying, I don't, I don't like too much over the top fighting. But this was done. It was a little over the top at times. But it was small scale. Everything was kept in a certain area at a time, and then yeah, moved yeah. to another area. It wasn't like blowing up five buildings to hunt down a single individual. Which again was something that I really enjoyed because, again, with movies when when you they go out and are on a hunt for someone not the buildings fall down but 90% of the time things get wrecked all over the place they've got nothing to do with where the person was yeah it's just a case for we'll throw an explosion over there because they went past it like it wasn't needed you, you could imagine someone like with a missile launcher on a rocket blowing up buildings and they see the, they're blowing this the guys run off that one they're blowing it that way behind him and everything exactly. thinking, which blow is, in front of him which is to dip a trip like stereotypical thing that happens in films yeah you know or someone will be running so they shoot this way, like they'll shoot, as you said, behind the trail instead of shooting backwards, like okay. from front of them to the back. You know, so you're right. Like it is that, and we didn't get that in this. No, that's they actually did some. That was quite good that we didn't get that. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes you get it and you're like, okay, this is what happens, or they'll blow the building up, and as they get the building gets there, they then jump to the next one, and they just by a margin land. We didn't get that. No, and in some even disaster movies, there'll be a fireball and the plane will be consumed just at the last second the plane makes it out. And you're thinking, in real life, that plane would have cracked, it'd be damaged, they might have to land again. Yeah. And even with a, someone who's just jumped out of a falling building, there's going to be at least a couple of broken bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guys are miraculously okay. And it's like, it's just not believable. Um. Yeah, exactly. Let's speak on, so speaking of, as you said, broken bones, 
There were some points that I got when I was like, oh, damn, like you could have done that towards the end kind of thing. For example, Suji gets run over and hit by the uh, the massive truck. <laughs> and then, doesn't he get up after And then he gets up. And then he runs Tyler over, doesn't he? Hits him with a yeah, truck. Yeah, so Tyler gets, Tyler gets hit first. Right. And then Tyler jumps in the truck and hits Suji with a truck. <laughs> you you see him go sideways into the truck, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, all right, that's great. It's a good way to get out of it. Yeah. However, that would only work if Suji came back in right at the end of the film and wasn't tracking him anymore. So you forget that he got... Yeah, he becomes like a, a sub-character at the back of your mind. You don't yeah. think about it. And then all of a sudden, bang, he is there. Yeah. Although we do get a character like that. Have I forgotten about him already? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I assume we were both referring to Gaspar. Uh, so Gaspar is one of them. Um, he kind of disappears and reappears again. And we've got the kid who cut one of his own fingers off in the Which end. was the one I was thinking about where it's, a part, it's like a subplot that doesn't have like, nothing. It's not important. And yeah. all of a sudden he comes and appears but at the end. The kid lost, right, he was told to track Tyler, I think, as well. Yeah. And he lost him and he cut off one of his own fingers in supplication, in, in offering of... And as an apology to the drug lord. Yep. Drug lord says, in fu- you know, he's like, cut it off. In future, keep your finger. Because it's always, no matter how much of a badass you are, so there's going to be another badass. There's going to be someone who's a bad, much more of a badass than you. Yeah, which is right. I think sometimes that's a good way to look. So it, it grounds you and humbles you in a way. <laughs> I was about to say, it makes you more aware of the people around you and humbles you. Well, it should humble you. Some people don't. Yeah, that's because I, I know I'm good at a few things. But I know there's people who are a lot better at me at other stuff. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I can do some things that some other people can't, but they can do things a lot better than I can. Exactly. No one... I would, you know what I'd hate is to be perfect. Yeah. Imagine that. If you're perfect, there's nothing left to go towards, nothing left to aim for. Well, there is nothing to aim for because you can do everything. That's terrifying for yeah. me. You know. I'm um, imperfect and proud of it. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of this... Speaking of imperfect, a lot of this film is imperfect in the way it's done. For example, the the fighting style, as we were just saying, is kind of a bit of everything. And um, from that, it's very odd. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the way it's done, the style and stuff. Um, but as we were going back to the guy that cuts his finger off, he he does get forgetting about. Yeah, he's, he's a non-character. I mean, yeah. do you even know his name? I, can't, I literally cannot remember I his I name. I don't know if he has a name or he's like... Random kid in the... <laughs> I, I don't know. No, what, a nine-finger kid. <laughs> Something. I don't know. It's just, like, he's, like we said, his his plot was nothing. Yeah, there yeah. Was niche, if they hadn't had that, it wouldn't have made any difference whatsoever to the movie. No. No, you're right. Um, so that was that. Uh, Gaspar, as you mentioned. Yes. What did you think of him? I've got to say, from the beginning when we first met him, I thought he was going to betray him because when Tyler says to his boss, call Gaspar. It was like she was really hesitant, hesitant about say give, about calling him. Like we can we can get you out. Just dump the kid. We'll pick you up. We can get you out. Yeah. It'll be over. Yeah, yeah. No, call Gasper, and the woman is really trying to get him to just to yeah come home. And then we find out. So two things that you find out that uh, I feel were the imp- only important part about Gasper was <clears throat> sorry the the first one was that yes he looks after him right and he saves them kind of thing and gets them out. So Gaspar is off. Um, how do you explain it? He's, is he offered to betray, or he gets is to do with money, isn't it? So he's bribed. Um, well, he calls the other drug dealer his friend. Yes. So I think it's probably money. Mm-hmm. I think he was paid before Tyler made contact with him. Yeah. 
because Gaspar Gaspar even volunteers to kill to, the kid to kill Ovi. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously Tyler says no, and then they, they get into a fight. Then well, o- Ovi. I'm about to call him Uzi myself. Yeah. Then <laughs> Ovi comes downstairs, and Gaspar make goes to make towards goes to ends up going towards Ovi. Yeah, with like the gun. Like, he hasn't got the gun. He's so right. There's no problem. Walks so towards him. Then when Ovi pulls out a gun, Gaspar tries to run at him and Ovi and shoots, shoots him. him. Yeah, which I think was a good way to uh, kind of bring Gaspar in and then kind of take him out at the same time so he's not relied on in the, the rest of the film. Yeah. But for those who don't, or those who people have watched it, uh, the movie already, and you're thinking, why do I know him? Where do I know him from? So he's all, he also plays Jim in uh, Stranger Things. The sheriff? Or the police? sheriff, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's also in the new Black Widow movie that comes out, whenever that comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we see him, and that's it. But I feel like the only thing that was important out of that whole scene... David Harbour, you were right. David Sorry, Harbour, yeah, yeah. Checked it, yeah. Um, the only thing that was important out of the whole scene was the, the heart-to-heart that Tyler has with Ovi. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the only reason that scene existed, to try and give um, Tyler... Because up to that point, Tyler hasn't been cold, but he hasn't been warm. Towards uh, towards Ovi either. No, you're right. But this, he's like he opens himself up a little more towards him. Yeah, I think th- this was their attempt, as we were saying, to make Tyler relatable. Yeah. Um, because we find out that Tyler has a son. Had had a son. <laughs> um, and he dies when he was five. But Tyler was away when he had died. But he didn't. Well, he wasn't conscripted or taken away. He volunteered to go away. Yeah. Which but then, lands a massive amount of guilt on Tyler. Yeah, and uh, we find out later on in the film that the the things that Tyler keeps seeing was well, was his son. Yeah, he gets little. We well, mentioned that actually. He has little um, flashbacks, flashbacks. Yeah, flashbacks, but they're all blurred and out of focus of him walking with someone hand in hand on a beach. Mm. Yeah, and you only ever see, as you said, blurry. And this is like see their feet. Yeah, and then right at the end of the film, that well, I won't go into what why it yeah. happened. Yeah, but yeah, right at the end when. Something important happens. It's almost like he's seeing his it's, son right at the end of it. It's all. kind of seeing the light. Yeah, in sense. Yeah, honestly, that's, that's how I I read that. That's honestly that's how I said it. That's how I thought of it as well. Because he's that's it. he seems to be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, it's all clear. I can he can, can leave. Go. Yeah, um, but we'll explain that in a minute. So there's things I want to get onto. Right. So, um, so we spoke about the the fight inside of it. Yeah. Um, something that I kept, I don't know if I've done it a lot, but I kept going, oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. With the camera angles, the way the camera moved in this film, just. Well, it wasn't jittery or jumpy like some movies. It followed Tyler an awful lot of awful big amount. Yeah. like, And the thing is as well, so this is a thing, if you edit films or watch too many or not too many, but if you watch them and you study them kind of thing, when you watch someone moving, and they've got they're moving with the camera, so the camera's panning along with them. Yeah, right. You will see the person's moving because the camera is a little jittery. You don't see it as much now, but sometimes they have a handheld movement and they'll walk with the person, right, yeah. to make it a little bit more authentic and organic. But you can see the camera jumping. With this, it was so smooth. Like every transition that they done when they <laughs> had the camera moving with him was amazing. It's almost like they had it on a. I know you can do it, but there wouldn't have been enough room in some of these places to have it on a track next to it. It kept the whole thing the same way. Yeah. yeah. But in the places he was running, it had to have been done with someone holding it. I believe so. I mean, 
nowadays you can do it a lot easier with because you've got um green screen uh, yeah green screen and drones drones i couldn't think what i was going to call them jets um then you did have a few drone shots but some that really stuck out like i can't remember what happens in the scene a lot but all i remember is the camera pans over the building itself and there's no roof on it yeah and as they're going i think it's either around the stairs or around a certain part of the building kind of thing instead of it being from behind him the camera's following his movements above him so instead of just being above him and watching what happens it follows the camera stows where he is and moves with him as he goes around the building yeah it's like when he sneaks out he goes round one and then back around the front of the other almost like a serpent yeah and, it, and it, the yeah. way he does it and i was like that was so nicely done like <laughs> it didn't need to be done no but it's good they did it yeah like, it worked really well exactly it was like i feel like they had a little bit of freedom to like the director was like oh let's let's do this kind of thing like it's not something you see all the time and another thing that kind of stuck out for me was when they were in the car him uh tyler and uvi were in the car yeah uh every time you're in a car in a movie you have two angles you have an angle from them driving in the side of the car so the cam the camera pans through the driver's side over to the passenger side and yeah you get both of them in or you're looking at them driving yeah in this you're behind, you're behind them. them yeah so you're like you're with them and it puts their bodies in shadow, because, uh, partially in shadow, because you've got the light coming from the window. Yeah, which, again, was such another great angle, because when, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but Uvi goes to put his seatbelt on, but the camera slowly moves, so it goes to the left and follows his hand down. Yeah. So the camera kind of pans down and goes back up again. But it's so subtle, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, think- it, it was important, so your eyes were watching rather than your face just looking forward. I think it's quite funny, because at one point, Tyler, a little while later, Tyler turns and says, put, put it on. Put your belt on. What? Your seatbelt. It's been on. You drive like a maniac. Yeah, <laughs> which I love. Um, what did you think of the subtle comedy that was in it? Can you give me a description and idea of the subtle comedy? So, as in what you just said, oh. you drive like a maniac, that line, um, there was a couple of, do you trust me? No. And then he throws him over the other side of the building. He says good to him, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you trust me? No. Good. Good. And throws him. So, it was little things like that. What did you think of that? Do you think it was needed or... I don't know if I'd really call it comedy. It's more, I, I know com- what comedy is, but this is more like a small attempt to lighten the mood a tiny bit. I, I would say, all right, so let's say more of a, a sarcastic approach. Okay. Yes, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I did. Um, knowing, seeing the behind the scenes of stuff like with Hemsworth in the Avengers movies. Yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe some of that stuff was kind of like, try this. Like, Throw that in because a lot of the stuff when they do that and some of the comedy stuff, like I, uh, I'll give you one, I'll do you one better. What is Gamora or something like that? Yeah, like that was ad libbed. So I feel like a lot of the stuff that was comic side of this in this movie might have been ad libbed. Maybe I'd like to think so. You know, because it just gives the actors a time to to bounce off each other rather than just be off a script. Okay, what is? Be interesting to find out if any of it was actually ad libbed. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know if we ever know. It'd be great to see. I'd love to see a, a behind-the-scenes documentary of this. It'd give you a lot more information, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like the locations used, how what went into actually creating it and everything would be very interesting to see. Yeah, obviously all that, like, as you said, what went into it. I think the thing that would really get me would be how they done the camera movements and how it was slick enough to... I could see you working in movies or the camera movements and stuff. Oh, it, it, oh, it just fascinates me. So it's like there's an art to having the way like the fluidness I can't there's another film that my friend Lawrence that you know Lawrence yeah that um, he he showed me I can't think what it is and he was going to bug me I'll have to ask him but there's a 
there's where it happens in a movie is one car is driving along and someone's in the car then the camera pans and as the guy gets in the car the camera i think the camera pans with him and it goes into the car and over the back seat so you're watching the the you're watching from the view of the guy getting in the car but it's actually the camera but the camera's the guy oh that's pretty cool so it kind of it flows from one car to another and that's all one take they didn't jump cut it no um, I can't remember what it is. I'll have to show you. But um, yeah, so things like that, just I've, I've watched them and I'm like, that blew my mind more than the explosions. Yeah. Like, I, I know that sounds odd, but to me, that's like, oh, like you've done No, because explosions are not, they're not easy to set up, but they are, they're just explosions. This was artistic in a way. Yeah. The movements and everything that flowed organically with the camera work. Exactly. Um, so that really uh, got me. I'll tell you what else I enjoyed oddly was the sound of the guns. Like, I know that sounds really weird. But you have a gun sound that's so like, generic, generic and stereotypical. Yeah. That these ones sounded more um, like I know it sounds weird, but more mercenary. Like they were quiet but effective. So it wasn't a silencer. No, but more like a specially for special forces weapon designed to be powerful but much quieter to use. Yeah, to be more stealthy. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy that, and I liked the fact that when they were using the guns, they done it in a way of. Like for example, a guy Tyler gets and Suji, both of them do it. Both of them get jumped, and instead of using the big gun that's in front of them, they swing the bigger one around and they pull out their handgun. Yeah. So they will go into second gun rather than like trying to aim closer. A lot of the time as well, with Tyler and Suji, one shot, one kill. Yeah. It's only when like someone was either wearing armor they had multiple shots, but a lot of the time with Tyler and Suji, one shot, one kill. Yeah, which was... Did you like that? Logo? I did. It was, so it shows skill. Yeah, because they were going... And the thing is as well, it wasn't just headshots. Like, there was a few things... That, like, for example, when they're on the bridge, Tyler drops under the floor because you can't see them. And yep. he shoots their legs to drop them down to then get them to prop the shot yeah. on when he runs around the car. It's so much more tactical than just, like, running in and just pulling the trigger and, like, spraying. Hope, pray, spray and pray. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um so, uh, sorry. Uh, Stop banging my white thing. <laughs> so, yeah, so I really enjoyed that. Um, is there anything that you liked that really stood out? What I liked that stood out? The sniper shots when they're on the bridge. Both from the, from both, the general. And from the mercenary lady. Yes. Oh, that was great. Because the way they picked off, and it's like, because I've, because I'm, I'm, I'm on TV show I like, there's a guy who's a sniper. Yeah. And I've, I haven't researched, but I've looked it up, like this, the skill they would need and all this and the, the time it takes. They can take ages for a single shot mm -hmm. or they can make a split-second decision and still get that shot. Yeah. It's just the skill involved. Mm -hmm. And this, the way they did it on this, it wasn't like the Matrix bullet time. A no. trigger was pressed and you see the enemy fly back and the head snap on that. Did you like the, the way the reactions were so... The reactions of the guys that were getting shot, I felt like they played a really good part in, in, a, in a sense of dying. Well, yeah, they didn't overact death. No, they, they got shot and it kind of dropped rather than... Oh. Yeah, and all that stuff. Um, like very Power Ranger-esque <laughs> that you can get. Um, no. Falls over and explodes, even though the shots from Power Rangers went over the head yeah. and far to the back. Yeah, yeah. Um, something that you did see seem to be impressed with was when the general, or the lieutenant, whatever his name was, whatever he was, what rank was he? The guy that was doing the sniping first. Let's call him a general. He's in, he's in the police. Yeah, yeah. So he's like a captain or something, I think. So whoever he was, when he got shot, 
you... well the timing of him snapping his head back and the explosion of the brain matter on the under like the the hanging uh, washing or whatever yeah, it was the washing that was behind him it was timed perfectly yeah there was no like no massive delay between like him going back and then suddenly the brain comes out mm-hmm. it was the moment he's the moment the bullet you know the mark appeared in his forehead the brain started and then they started moving it all yeah worked really well together i would love to know how they done that again when we said about if there was a documentary or something because i think maybe there was like a tad of cgi with special effects it wouldn't surprise me but like when someone's shot and you can see them bleeding that's usually a blood pack yeah i mean they can get these things where you can like someone else has got a button and it, it pops and, then, yeah. and then it starts bleeding exactly that um but i really did enjoy that like the way you said it was the time in the choreography in this film oh, was, yeah. was done really well. Um, there were parts that weren't so good in the film. Um, I mean, we spoke... I feel like we've been kind of very medium about it. Like, we haven't said bad or good too much of either. Um, in my opinion, this movie's been very medium. Yes. Uh, the thing that, for me, that I didn't really enjoy much of the film was the, the story got too... The action was great. But when there was so much action going on at times... The story fell the, by the, the wayside. Yeah, the story just was non-existent until you remembered, oh, like, you still got to get the dude to sort the kid out and get him to... And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. The story can be pretty much summed up. Kid gets kidnapped, mercenaries sent in, someone betrays them, the kid ends up, ends up getting home anyway. Yeah. And the rest is fighting, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but then that's not to say that the bad the movie was bad. Because no, it, it was wasn't. a decent film. But it wasn't brilliant. Yeah. Um, so this is this is as far as I'd go to say. Like, I'm glad it was on Netflix rather than at the cinema. And the reason I say that is because this can get credibility over time as a Netflix film. As a Netflix film in the cinema, though, they would have had to rely on its credibility immediately. Yeah, because all films are like, did it sell well? No, then it was a failure. Even though it could have made 150 million, if it didn't sell well in the first week and the next two three weeks it gained. It would still call it, it a failure. Still, it would still be a failure on and, box office weekend. And it would reflect very badly on Chris himself. Like, ex- exactly. It, if this had been in the cinemas, it's quite likely this could have been a, quite a big failure. But being a Netflix a Netflix movie, it's got that... The, the level of quality needed for a, a, a cinema movie is much higher than for a Netflix movie. Yeah. But then that's not to say that Netflix movies are bad. Because no. they have a great like production team and everything they do. Oh no, Netflix, if you're listening, we love your movies. Yeah. But they're not... They're just not movie films. Yeah, you know. Like, I would feel like if this was... If this wasn't on Netflix, this would be a very strong direct-to-DVD movie. That's how I would put it. Yeah. Minus Hemsworth. If Hemsworth hadn't been in this, I think it would most likely have been a B-movie. Yeah. Straight to DVD. Yeah, yeah. Um, They relied on Hemsworth for his name in this. Yeah. And I feel like Hemsworth done his role. Like, he done really well. Oh, he played Tyler really well. Um, yeah, and so the ending, which is what we were talking about, where we kind of left till we got to the end of the pod, yep. or towards the end of the pod. Um, so the guy that cut his finger off reappears again at the end of the scene with the uh, on the bridge. Somehow he's got to the other end of the bridge. Um, Tyler's already been shot by the general. Yep. Um, he turns round to give cover for Uvi, who's running towards the helicopter. Yeah. And he does his, like, his big... I'll shoot everyone and get them out and basically cover Uvi. That's basically what he's doing. Covering fire for Uvi to run, right? Yes, that's correct. Um, so he's basically getting the heat. Yeah, he's taking all the taunt. The, sorry, 
I'm so used to playing a video game where you, that's called taunting your enemy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. He's taking all the attacks himself. Yep. To allow Uvi the chance to get away, which is another thing that you wouldn't expect Tyler to do. No, a mercenary um, who had already been told to leave the kid behind wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, fortunately, Tyler gets to everyone. Yep. Turns around thinking that all right, he's going to get to the helicopter and gets shot in the neck. Or through the neck. We, we don't exactly see where it is, because he grabs the side of his neck, doesn't he? Just below the jaw and the, the mouth. Yeah. He holds it there. And looking, then, looking very shocked, very drained already. And it pans to who it is, just over on the right shoulder of his right shoulder. It's Nine Finger Freddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's his name for me now. He's, nine, he's called Nine Finger Freddy. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, he gets it. And then I love how the mercenaries shoot him, but he doesn't die. So, I wonder what then becomes of him in future. Well, if... Right, he's, he sacrificed a finger to the, his boss, and he's the one who basically, for all intents and purposes, took down a mercenary. Yeah. He's gonna. He, his boss will either have him killed, or will raise him higher in the organisation. Yeah. I, I reckon that's the sort of thing he would do. Um, and then we get this weird moment with uh, Tyler, which is, he stumbles kind of back towards the bus, then goes towards the... Edge of the edge, bridge. Edge of the bridge, which is yeah. a railing. That's that point when the blurry flashback he keeps having becomes clear. Yeah. Like you can clearly see he's holding his son, his son's hand. They're walking on the beach. Yeah. So at that point, as I said, seeing the light, do you think at that point it was like, I can now be with my son? Yeah. Cause it, when I say he's holding his head, in, his neck and his head in shock, there wasn't any fear in his face of it. No. It, it was, was just like, Oh, I think I'm done. Yeah. Um, and then he falls backwards and then lands in the water. And disappears and disappears, and then we see Uvi jump in a helicopter, and um, the mer- other mercenaries well, on Tyler's side. <laughs> yeah, so Tyler on Tyler's side, um, fly away with him. Yeah, I part of me thought they were going to take him and make him a mercenary as well. What Tyler? No, the kid. Oh, okay. they were going to take yeah, the yeah. kid away oh, okay. and make him a mercenary. Yeah. Um, it was just a thought I had. Yeah. Obviously, it wouldn't really be allowed. <laughs> you can't really just take take a kid who's been kidnapped to say, right, you're now going to work for us. Yeah, that'd be odd. Um, Interesting recruitment method, though. <laughs> so that happens. And then we skip to eight months later. Yep. Ovi's doing great. And then a scene that I really liked was the female mercenary. Yeah, that was that was a good movie. Uh, sorry, movie, the scene itself gone. Yeah, so she walks into... She's already in the bathroom. And then the drug lord walks in to go pee. Yeah. And then she walks next to him and he smiles at her. I don't, do you think he recognised who she was? No, I think he thought she was just like a... Hanger on, or what they yeah. call a camp follower. Yeah, yeah. Because it was the men's bathroom, mm-hmm. and there's no reason for her to have been in there unless she was trying to approach him. And he thought, "Well, I'm a rich and powerful man. Women are going to want me." Exactly. And uh, he gets his head blown up. Yeah, I think he just pulls out the moment she, sorry, she pulls out a gun. Yeah. The moment she pulls out the gun, his face, he realised what's about to happen. There's nothing he can do. Literally nothing. Um, all his power, all his wealth, all his connections, and all on. his bribery mean nothing. So yeah. But then it switches from that to oh. Tovi, yep, jumping off. Uh, no, not, he didn't even jump, did he? he? Just stepped off like Tyler did. Yeah, yeah. He kind of just stepped off off a diving board straight in, into, into the into water. And, and then he's done the same thing. Yeah, that he Tyler sat, un- sat. He yeah. sat underwater. You know, and then when he bobs back up again, he goes to get out of the water. In the background, there's a figure, a blurred figure. Is but it Tyler? I think it is because the way he was standing was very Hemsworth. Yeah, like I see, it and I was like. There's, there's no one else that needs to be like no it it doesn't make sense for it to be his dad because his dad would come to the pool and his dad I'm not being funny his dad's a powerful drug lord 
would have people around him. He wouldn't yeah. be standing alone like that. So do you think it is Tyler? I think it's Tyler. Okay. I mean, I agree. I do think it's Tyler. Because Suji at this point is dead. Yep. His dad's in prison. Mm-hmm. I never knew much about his mum. No. So if he was just raised by Suji, and Suji's family's now made a break for it, they've run, as Suji told them to in the movie. Yeah. He's got no one to look after him. Even his dad's lieutenants won't take on that responsibility. Exactly. So oh. maybe... Tyler's done it. Yeah, I think it could be Tyler. Um, do you think there would be an extraction two? Would you like to see an extraction two? Mm. I'm not sure actually. Because I mean, let's face it. The only way it would work is if Uvi got kidnapped again. There's nothing else that can happen in this. It it has to be the same story to be extracted. Yeah, and it would be very dull for him to always oh, been kidnapped again I've got to go rescue him yet again because mm-hmm. you'd have to have like the, the it'd probably end up being the same baddie again wouldn't it not no because you get shot oh sorry yes you're yeah. quite right I don't know why the, I went the only with that. person who could be would be the nine finger dude but nine I finger don't hmm. but I don't think he would he wouldn't he, would, he was never going to take over the operation he was always going to be maybe a mid-level lieutenant yeah um, so yeah I the reason I'd say I asked that was because I was thinking about it It'd be cool if they'd done another one, just to see what happens next. However, I like the mystery of... Never knowing. Is Tyler alive? Like, I feel like that mystery would be so much more impactful than a second one that might not do as well. Imagine if they went through the entire second one, and at the end, it's just like... The guy guy standing by the pool was just some random guy, and Tyler's been dead the entire time. (laughs) It'd be like... That was a major letdown. That would cause that movie to crash and burn. That's what I mean. Like, sometimes, as good as it is to have a second one, the first one could be... Leave it on a cliffhanger can be pretty good sometimes. Yeah, and it, it makes the, the the person watching it, the viewer, like, is that Tyler? Like, because the first thing I've done when I see that was like, is that Tyler? Like, I wanted to know. And I paused, I paused the screen just to like, is that him? You know, so... I can but, imagine I someone with too much time on their hand and the computer and stuff usually digitising the movie yeah. or something just to see yes it is him back there um, yeah so that'd be interesting um, alright so I think we kind of covered it right pretty much yeah 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 right so there are a couple of ways you can support the podcast before we go into our ratings um, if you are a follower on any of our social medias then say hello like send us send us a comment on our pictures or our posts um, follow us if you don't already as I said uh, Twitter we are AYU Instagram and Facebook are the same. We are as yet untitled. If you want to buy anything from Rogue Energy drink-wise, they do snapbacks and they do other clothing and stuff, go ahead over there. The AYU10 works for everything. It's not just the drinks themselves. Excellent. If you want to buy our merch, as I said, it's in the link description. Nothing will be changing until we've made a decision about what we're doing. So at the moment, merch is exactly the same, isn't it? Yep. Yep. All the same. Yep. And then if you are into gaming... Then um, go over to twitch.tv forward slash splash underscore back. There's my friend James. Sometimes he does a giveaway. Um, he does have stickers and other bits and pieces that he might just randomly give away or do competition stuff for. I can't guarantee it'll always happen. I can't guarantee you'll win it. But go over there and say hello. Tell him the guys from Agile Untitled said hello. And again, if you heard the song Distance Yourself with my friend Ross, uh, go and buy it. It's like. 59 69 pence if not i think it's definitely under a pound right go and support him um it's on youtube it's on facebook if you are on facebook 
Go and give him a follow. Tell him that the guys from Magic Untitled say hello. Uh, another hello. Hello, hello. Yes. Uh, obviously, as I said, the money is going towards the NHS. Um, and oddly, if you, if you scroll to the credits of the song, um, you will find that the Ross has his very own personal nipple fluffer. I don't know how to respond to that. What is a nipple fluffer? I, I have no idea. And to be honest, I, I, yeah, I'm not asking. Because <laughs> I know what a fluffer is. I really shouldn't, but I do. But why would someone need it for their nipple? I, I don't know. Um, but he has a very own personal nipple fluffer. So, um, Ross, please feel free to enlighten everyone on the uh, the subject. Um, are we going into ratings? Yep. Do you want me to go first or do you want to? No, you go first this time. All right. So I want to go 6.5. Okay, that's lower than I, uh, lower than I thought. Um, so I'll give it, I gave it full. I liked it, but there was stuff that could be changed. Um, there were, as I said, I got. If I watch a film and I get really confused of what's going on and stuff, and something else is drawing me away from the actual story, it lowers your interest in it. Yeah, then I get, I, I lose my interest. Like it, it took me. So, and the thing is, as well, it's a long film. It's two hours. Yeah, it's a bit too long for me. Um, you know, like I know. Yes, we watched Avengers Endgame, and that's three hours on one minute. However. That kept my attention because there was stuff going on, and it, it yeah, it didn't drop. No, it, no. It, it followed along with you. Yeah. Whereas I was trying to pick out what was important and what wasn't, and what was going on in here. Why did that happen? What was the need for Gaspar? And and there was so much going on that I was just like, bits could have been taken out, and this could be a good hour and a half film. Yeah, I think if it was an hour and a half, I'd give it a seven point five. Um, but yeah, so for me, six point five. Okay, I am gonna go six. Wow. Okay. It's one of the lowest scores that I've actually ever given. Yeah, I believe I believe that is. It's, it's, I don't consider this a bad movie. Nope. But as we said, it's not a cinema quality level movie. Uh-huh. It's a brilliant Netflix movie. Yeah. If you're sitting there in the background, you're not doing something, or you just want to watch a movie for a little while. Mm-hmm. But um, I had to stop and start watching this. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes in, I'm like, okay, we're fighting again. Yeah. It's like, okay... But, you know, as we've said, a lot of bits could be cut out that don't need to. Sub Subplots which don't need to exist exist in there. Hemsworth, brilliant in it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed him. But I didn't even recognise the Gaspar as... Because I don't, I don't, I've never watched Stranger Things besides yeah. a couple of episodes. So there was no other star power besides Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. This entire movie, from, from my point of view, relied on him to drag it, to pull on, it on along. On the name, yeah, I understand that. Um, but that's not to say that it was a bad film. As I said, it was a good film. It was just... There was a lot of stuff to do with it and... You yourself, as you said, it was going on for a film. If if it was, if, let's say for example, it was two and a half hours. I think it would be okay. Like in a sense, because one and a half was, hours. No, no. So if it was two and a half hours long, and they had all this stuff going on, they could spread it. They could, if it was two and a half hours long, and they were going to increase like the the the, the reason for these subplots, and yeah, it would work exactly. But they didn't, and these subplots were just left hanging or just left. With no real reason for them. Yeah. So, as you said, taking stuff out is where where you go with it. Yeah. Two hours was very... It, it didn't feel... Did it feel like two hours to you, or did it feel longer? It felt longer. Yeah. yeah. It felt a lot longer for me as well. I could have easily thought it was three hours, because it was just like... <laughs> I, I'm more than once, I'm sitting... I'm literally sitting where you're sitting, I'm thinking, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just waiting for something else to happen, rather than... I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. There are parts I thoroughly enjoyed. But this is the sort of movie I'd watch on Netflix occasionally. I wouldn't buy the DVD of it. No. 
So yeah, I wouldn't, and my fiance. So another thing as well, I feel not that it affected the movie, but something that was very odd was so we watched it apart. Yeah. So when we watch films apart, it's very weird. Then going back because I'll like I'll take that note and I'll watch. So we have that kind of communication of if you're writing something, I'll make sure I'm definitely paying attention. Yeah. I'll extra just in case I miss something. But since we weren't together, when we were taking our notes, it wasn't we weren't really seeing what was on the screen at that moment. Yeah, in sense, but that's not to take it away from what was happening because no. I said so much was going on. Even if I did watch the whole thing, I was still like. You probably have to watch it two times to see it. Yeah, because I reckon there's things that we would get the second time round. Yeah. Um, are you going to watch it a second time round? Probably not. No. Um, it. This is one of those films that it's great the first time. Second time round, you'd watch it to up the bits that you missed and follow the story. But there wouldn't be a third time. No, unless there was. I was like, if unless I was sequel was about to come out, I might rewatch it just to make just to catch up mm-hmm. on everything in it. I would so this is what if it was me I'd do this thing and I don't know if you do as well, um, but I I agree with you. Um, to as a recap, but I would do for example as like, have you seen Extraction? No, I will watch it then. Just just to watch it with someone else that would be how I'd get another watch. I wouldn't go out of my way to see it now. No, fair enough. Uh, if you have an idea of what you want us to watch next, um, then tweet us or Instagram us or Facebook us. Um, if you want to go back and listen to any of our, our series, which is the Harry Potter one, which we will be finishing this year at some point. We hope. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I mean, I do hope so. <laughs> um, then, obviously, go back and listen to those. There is one, two, three, four. There's five five episodes, yet there's four films. Well, one um, of them was long enough we had to do a double pod. Yeah. Yeah, that was the very first one. What, the Philosopher's Stone? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that was a long. That was that was like two hours long. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's it, right? Yep. Cool. Um, famous last words. Nope. <laughs>